Hey everybody, I know what you're thinking. Today's not Wednesday, it's Tuesday. And yet there's an episode out. Well listen, I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow really early. I'm going to get a chance to post it. So I'm posting it now. But usually episodes will be out on Wednesday. But today they're out on Tuesday. Deal with it. This is the John Hastings Anything Can Be A Podcast podcast. Please welcome John Hastings. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Anything Can Be A Podcast podcast. Now, no longer in front of a live studio, or studio, live audience in a weird wooden room at the Edinburgh Festival. Instead, it's just me and your ears. It's an intimate episode. I'm actually trying to figure out a way to do this show uh, live in other venues all over the UK and all over the world. Um, that being said, it's sort of difficult because I don't know if you know this. I don't have a bit of a, I don't have any of a following really. So if you could do me a favor, spread this shit around. Uh, let people know about the episode. Send them to the website johnhastingscomedy.com where you can find out dates where I'm doing stand-up. Like, if you're listening to this right now and you're in uh, Estonia, Latvia, or uh, Finland, head on over to uh, uh, my website johnhastingscomedy.com and check out where I'm going to be. Or uh, next week, I'm uh, somewhere else. Either way, just go to the website. And also, if you sign up to the mailing, mailing list, which is done by emailing johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com, you will get my Edinburgh Hour for free emailed to you, along with a monthly dispatch, letting you know what the heck is going on. Um, so yeah, what's going on, everybody? Edinburgh Festival is done and dusted. I don't know how much money I owe, but I'm, I'm burnt out, blown up, and sick of my jokes which is weird as a comedian because you need to be able to sell them i always sort of think i actually that's not true most comedians need to be able to sell their jokes some hackers from way backers oh boy they um they really don't really worry about stuff like that you you may have seen them if you go to the comedy clubs you'll see that comedian who's doing like a joke that you're like that reference would have worked way better if it was about uh humphrey bogart as opposed to like Michael Keaton, like their updated reference still is 20 years too old. Those acts, oh my God, it's so brutal. There's a uh, act in Britain who I've never worked with, but he's famous for, he has a basic instinct joke that he's literally taken from cinema all the way now to Netflix and using that and working with that and all of that sort of stuff. So Festival Fatigue is all sort of sorted out. Uh, I've been updating myself on the world, watching a lot of that apparently kid who looks like me when I was five years old. You know, the one who took over the news. Apparently, I'm wondering how my girlfriend and I have been saying it to each other back and forth. And also, he keeps saying that he uh, he said in his interview, I don't have any friends. And that, that breaks my heart. I was... I don't know, I just don't like the idea of kids not having a great childhood. Like, I I demand every child have a good childhood. I don't give a fuck about you as being an adult. You can be a shithead. You can be a pharmaceutical magnet. You can just be a bad person. I don't care. Kids get good childhoods. That's what I demand. I demand kids get good childhoods. All right. So, uh, as you can tell, uh, the show is obviously different. There's not the energy of the live crowd. It's just you and me riffing and chatting. It's going to change. Obviously, at the end of the show, there's going to be a bit of a chat with my flatmate, Ryan Cull, and that's going to be a, uh, if it's an in-studio episode, he's just going to talk with me at the end. Um, 
so what I did was I sat down with Troy Conrad, who's the uh, mad scientist behind uh, comedy show formats such as uh, Setlist, um, Prompter. Those are the two. I don't know. I was taking those weird delays where it's going to be like a big list where you're like, um, you know, he's responsible for AIDS and syphilis and people wearing shoes. And what he suggested to me was this. I uh, used the text-to-speech folk uh, function on a Mac and uh, get people to send you clips. So I uh, sat a couple of friends down. I made them just clip me dialogue of any sort. It's really easy if you just highlight a piece of speech um, and then you right-click it. And then it'll send send speech to iTunes, and you will, and it'll generate in a voice. And then you can uh, send that to me at johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send questions, queries, if you want me to come do the show live in your town. We can figure that out. And I'm literally meaning in a living room, if it's cost-effective, as in I don't lose money getting there. I don't care if I don't make any money. I will come record the podcast in your house. I just want to keep doing it. Got to do one a week, coming out every Wednesday. You guys are hearing this right now, on a Wednesday. You'll actually probably hear it earlier. But uh, either way, it's uh, it's here waiting for you. So uh, we're going to start the show. This new format, uh, a lot of these are just created by my girlfriend, so they might be insane. Uh, hit them. Let's do it. Donald Glover, who's really gotten the most attention of any actor vying for the role. Donald Glover... Donald Glover, I got a problem with Donald Glover. I don't, he looks like he's smiling and it's always fake and it's the design of his, of his bottom half of his skull is inappropriate. It gives his mouth a stretchy feel on both sides and, um, and, and he just looks, seems very disingenuous. I also did a comedy festival with Donald Glover. I was at the free drinks social, every comedy festival has the free drinks party and this is how those go. You know what I love? What do you love, John? I love alcohol for free. Who doesn't? Oh, one thing, though. Uh, alcohol, when it is for free, it does come with something. Oh, what's that? Oh, it comes with horrible people are just around. Like, they just exist in that vacuum like rats near a sinking ship. And you're like, oh, I don't want to be a part of that. Oh, yeah, I know you don't want to, but you're going to have to be a part of it because they're there with the free alcohol and you're going to have to be like, <laughs> and they'll be like, <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, I wish I was dead. And they're like, I know, we wish you were dead too. And they're like, what? And you're like, really? You wish I was dead? And they're like, yeah, yeah, man, we wish you were dead. And you're like, oh my God, it's really horrible. And they're like, yeah, I know. Wish you were dead though. And you're like, what, Really? I'm like, yeah, 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 wish you would die. I'm like, I'm, well, I'm not going to die. And they're like, it's a shame. Like, oh, my God. It's so dark. But, yeah, long and short of it is this. Um, there's a lot of annoying, shitty people at free drinks, anything, and you just you just wish you were dead. And you wish, actually, no, you wish you were alive with the free booze, and you wish those people would cease to exist so you could just have a better life. And they're just like, no, nah, we continue to be here. You're like, oh, for fuck's sakes, it's fucking awful. Anyway, so uh, I'm at the free drinks thing just for Last Festival 2010. I'm trying to hit on a lady. I've hit on a few times. I'm not going to mention her name, but I, I literally I have a girlfriend who I'm very happy with, very much in love with. This girl that I'm speaking of, who I was chasing around. Not chasing around. I wasn't being one of those creepy people like, touch <laughs> it. Yeah, touch it. Like, I was just like, I was just, you know, I was hanging. And, uh,. Maneuvering around the party, trying to, you know, scope her out, 
vodka confidence. They called some. I heard that recently called Dutch confidence, which I really enjoyed. And um, and then I hear like a crashing noise. I turn around. Donald Glover climbs atop this table in the middle of this drinks party. Like people are there to enjoy their times, conversate, find out who's doing cocaine, say, you know what, I'm not going to do cocaine. And they're like, you know what, no one should do cocaine. Then they're going to do cocaine. And um, this fucking guy climbs aboard a goddamn table and he starts rapping over no music, like loudly with a microphone, which I think he brought. And he just, the whole vibe of it, I was just like, fuck this in the fucking face. I'm fucking out of here. And I fucked off. And, um... I stand by it, and I'm okay with it. And I, I honestly was happy when he had a mental breakdown, purely because I, it was just like, fuck you, you need machine. I'm a need machine. And I understand that celebrity, blah, 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 blah. It's just, fuck off. It's just so needless. You're needless. I'm a need machine. I'm a needy boy. My name is Donald. I was on community, but now I'm not on community anymore. You understand that Donald Glover, you could be an also rand along with Chevy Chase. Like, you met Chevy Chase. You need to watch out, buddy. Like, I don't know. And maybe I'm just colored by the fact that I really am just pissed off with his existence and he, he annoyed me, but I was just like, ah. Oh. I don't know why that bugged me, but it really did. And then a comedian who is very famous, who is uh, got famous in the UK, but not from the UK, said, oh, what can you expect from that kind of behavior? He's a black, and he was on a lot of cocaine. Now, I'm not going to say who it was, but you can probably figure it out. Anyway, um, yeah, I just don't fucking care for it. I think that the, the role they're probably talking about is Spider-Man. I heard that he's up for Spider-Man, or I think the comic books have created a black Spider-Man Spider-Man, it's a Friends reference, which if you can believe was debuted 20 years ago this year. That's fucking mental. Friends has been around for 20 years since it debuted. Five of them funny, and then the other four were needless and not as good as Seinfeld. I know I'm living in the UK, and everyone in the UK goes, but Friends is so much better. It's because you don't get Seinfeld. You didn't get it. It wasn't on. Go watch that. Go watch the Larry Sanders show in that, and understand why your alternative comedy scene is so good. Is because the people that stayed up until three in the morning, they watched those shows and they learned to understand them. They learned to love them. They learned to, uh, it, oh, it's fucking great. Anyway. Um, that's I'm stuck in my teeth. I had some curry from, I'm on a big curry kick. And also I'm, um, uh, uh. I'm a big curry kick. And also Sainsbury's is a wicked canned curry. I don't know if you have ever eaten food directly from a can, but it always makes me feel like a detective. You know what I mean? Like mostly from that scene in Dick Tracy when he brings in, I think it's Mumbles, and he's just dipping the spoon in and out of the beans, and he just goes, oh, hello, Mumbles. And he's just like, what? Anyway. Anyway, I'm talking to you, talking to me, talking to you, I'm talking to me, talking to you, talking to me, talking to me, and talking to you. I'm sorry, just doing this without an audience. Things are going to get a little zany. Anyway, so I got something stuck in my teeth. Big curry kick. Uh, Donald Glover. Spider-Man. Who I fuck Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I feel like his... He made a deal with the devil named Mephisto to undo the death of his wife... Um, effectively creating a giant schism 
in uh, in the Marvel universe, which turned uh, like thousands of people against um, uh, uh, against the Marvel universe, which is annoying because the Marvel universe I always felt was vastly superior to the DC universe, but DC always had Batman, which was you know what I mean, like that. They were bad team, good quarterback. While Marvel, not spectacular team, good team overall. You know what I'm talking about? Like, there was, there's some shit. Oh, there is some shit in the Marvel, Ant-Man? Why is everyone fucking excited for that fucking horse shit? Ant-Man can suck the length and breadth of my cock. And there's no good Punisher movie? And that's not true. Punisher War Journal was alright. Make a fucking rated R superhero movie. Make it dark, make it fantastic, but don't make it so gory. That's the trick. The comics do a balance because they make Frank Castle an appealing character, but he's not, like, running around just covered in blood going, I got a boner because my wife's dead. You know what I'm saying? And I got a boner because my wife's dead, by the way, is the name of my new jazz trio. I got a boner because my wife's dead. And um, so that's the fucking deal, and yet Ant-Man gets a movie. And so there's now a black Spider-Man because Donald Glover, like, created a campaign for a bit where he's like, oh, I want to be Spider-Man. And I kind of feel like people were like, wait for the racism. And then it didn't happen because no one gives a fuck. And um, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it's so stupid. I find it's harder and harder to be left wing in this society because the fucking left are just such pansy pusses at times. But just waiting for offense to be taken or taking offense when there was none there. And it just annoys me because it's just like, guys. I I am I'm completely pro the tenets of the left wing society and I want it to be I think that we could be a bit more socialist and a bit more open and we can be a little bit less concerned about money but my problem more is this is the amount the amount of fucking people that just get so fucking you know what I mean like just so ah these are you know what I mean like just those fucking words they like this tone of like that vocal phrase of like you haven't done anything but I'm gonna accuse you of doing something like that that phraseology it just makes me want to bite a neck you know what I mean just ah just bite neck ah you biting a neck all right yeah that was uh I don't know how the fuck I got there from Donald Glover I just attacked the entire left wing society oh my god fucking difficult out there isn't it and it's just oh my god i miss the maggie's chamber because right now i could just look at the front row and just be like ah what's your story fuck and he's like what what are you talking about I'm like, yeah suck my dick suck my dick and um and they're like, what are you talking about and i was like my dick i want you to suck my dick and they're like what it's a weird show anyway um yeah so that's the whole sort of thing donald glover's done that sort of thing um Community going to Yahoo. I think that the uh, network television model is not dead. Everyone's going, it's dead. The internet will rule. The internet will not rule. Because in the end, there's far too much money involved keeping that stuff uh, alive and well. So how about you fucking think about that? They'll just learn how to monetize that. Oh, by the way, go see my friend Tim Renko at the Leicester Square Theater, April the tw- or September the 22nd at 7 p.m. He, um, was a great deal part of my show and fucking very funny and i um i think he's great and you should go see him all right next topic oh still fucking muted way to go hastings 
a little dead air for everybody. Um, I uh, gotta say this about uh, the phrase dead air when I worked in radio. I always thought it would be a little bit better than the fucking bukkake of noise that a lot of radio shows go with. Like, instead of like just taking a pause, if you ever notice, like radio shows really just go for it in terms of like, and now it's time to be wacky. Gotta make a move to a town. That's right for me, town, to keep me moving, keep me grooving with some energy. Well, I talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about, talk about, talk about moving. Those are lyrics from Funky Town. Someone has just contributed the lyrics to the best worst song ever. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up wherever you are. Oh, fuck off, YouTube. Fuck off with your five-minute skips. Even if it's one of those videos that does the... Don't skip this. I skip it even faster with impunity. Terry Crews, eat my balls. You... I... Where did he come from? He was a football player? Oh, here we go. This is my jam when I'm walking into the clubs to pick up ladies in 1987. Denim jacket slung over my right shoulder. Walking in. Now, it's those glass doors. There's a guy with the t-shirt with the blazer. But before that was, like, cool... When that was like what Don Johnson would wear. Now I'm walking in the door. I haven't even gotten to the door yet. I'm still meandering up. Now I hit the door. Haven't opened it yet. I'm just chatting with the bouncer. Sh getting the shoulder into it. You got to get your shoulder into it when you're going, oh, now it's time. Now it's time. See, I'm thinking about going in. I'm going to go in. Open the door to the club. The club's coming something ridiculous like the Night Majesty. I'm cool with the lyrics playing over while I'm talking. I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. And then I'm walking through, walking in. I'm jamming, I'm jamming from the hips in the way that black people can make seem arrhythmic and how white people look like it's their fucking a ghost that's trying to escape. Now, this isn't the important part of the song. I'm still walking towards the bar. Keep in mind, the song's seven minutes long. See a hot chick, classic 80s, her big hair. Looks like a Klingon forehead, but it's just like her hair going up from the amount of hairspray. Low cut, odd colored dress, taupe, possibly a mauve. And she's and she's doing that 80s dance where it's all like shoulders. Like she's trying to dodge a bucking, she's trying to keep on a bucking horse. And now it's time for me to make my move. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, because guess what time it is. Oh yes. Oh, it is, by the way, one of those songs like Phil Collins where you don't know when the chorus is going to come in no matter how many times you've heard the song. I should stress that. Here we go. No, fucker. Fuck you, funky town. Suck my dick. I thought the chorus was right there. How long is this breakdown? This is a needless breakdown. I am trying to pick up a lady fictitiously in 1987. Oh, no, I missed it. All right, we're going back. Going back. I'm at the bar, drinking like a very 80s drink, which is just like greed mixed with poverty, mixed with cocaine. Okay, I see the girl. Now I'm approaching. Funky time! And then she's like, where do you want me to take you? And I was like, where do you want to take me? And I was like, well, we could go to a couple places. We could go to like Church's Chicken. We could go to like one of those weird diners where they still put the trays on the windows of the, uh, of the cars. Or we could go to... Or I'm like, hey, hey, pretty girl, I'm not really sure where to take you right now. Where would you like to go? Oh, you want me to take you to Funky Town? Now let me ask you a question. What are we going to find in Funky Town? I will take you to Funky Town, but perhaps we should have a conversation about, like, who are you? What's your name? 
I get it. You want to go to Funky Town. But how about you let me know your name? I will take you to Funky Town. But could you please speak to me at least? Jesus, very rude of you, robotic woman. Say something. Why are you just staring at me and dancing with this violin music? Ridiculous. Either way, Funky Town. Fuck do I love that song. It was featured in many of the plays that we had to put on for drama class in the last year of high school because I got obsessed with that song and demanded its inclusion. Much like there was a lot of inclusion of um, Andrew Dice Clay um, um, because, um, you know what I mean? When you discover Andrew Dice Clay, you think this guy can't be real and then you realize oh no he's not and you're like oh why is he not real and they're like well variety of reasons mostly because he would be the world's most defensive man like what he says about women not even jokingly like it's just fucking disgraceful oh fuck andrew dice clay it's hard to love him and i do love him like i really find him i find him as a human being very funny i find his act deplorable and uncomfortable to take but um him as an idea I really find enjoyable. And why do I find him enjoyable? Well, let me answer that question. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I was trying to set that up the entire time to go for the Al Pacino great ass from Heat. And it's very hard because I'm doing this off the fly. And I was just trying to do it like just zing it right in there like this. Do you know that Al Pacino in Heat, he was supposed to be on cocaine the whole time and the studio demanded they edit that out. So there are scenes that he's on cocaine, which would explain his erratic behavior. And uh, instead they make him look like a... Finally made it work. Couldn't get the Funky Town chorus to play, but I got that to fucking work, didn't I? Yeah, you like that, baby? Well, do ya? Or are you a... Oh, ho, ho. take it. I know you like it because you are. Also, the thing with that scene, I just realized, listen to it one more time. He almost says big ass and then he switches to great. Listen. He is about to say big ass and he says great ass instead. You can hear it in the. Uh, okay, one more time. And Hank Azario just looks like, why is why is Michael Corleone yelling at me? I'm supposed to be Mo Sizzlack. All right. Great. Love it. I love it. I love it. I love you. I love Funky Town. I love you and Funky Town. What'd you take me to? Funky Town. All right. Let's do uh, one more, and then um, we'll have a conversation with Ryan Cole. And then that'll be the fucking show. A um, couple of quick thingamajews uh i am uh, recording recording i'm filming a short film i wrote with claire stollery can you please follow at who is hannah film on twitter that is at who is hannah film you can contribute to the show in any way by emailing john hastings podcast at gmail.com and you can um come see me do stand up if you email the website you get added to a mailing list and you get my website, you get my um, Edinburgh Hour, that's the new hour, Adventure for free. And I'm now uh, in the midst of rebuilding the old fucking hour, or the old fucking show. I got not a lot. I got a joke about Batman, 
and some stuff about my friend being Catholic, and that's about it. And it uh, it's gonna be an interesting time in Eastern Europe, boys and girls, because I uh, I get fucking indignant. I will not do old jokes mostly because I'll get bored, which means that I will go up there and I may bomb. I got news for you, Estonia. You're not gonna hear this until I'm already in the country. But it's going to get wet and wild, so I hope that uh, San Van Roy, who's a French comedian I heard on Tom Rhodes' radio show, um, I hope she's um, able to fucking cut the mustard, because I'm going to need someone to fucking pull up the slack. Uh, luckily, I'm going to be wearing mostly a CM Punk t-shirt throughout the entire ordeal, so I'm going to be in a uh, I'm gonna be in a good place, because I, um, I finally broke down, and as a uh, 29-year-old, I bought a wrestling t-shirt. Would you like to know why? Because I fucking rule. I fucking rule. I hate when people say that. You want to know why? Because I fucking rule. Do you? You just had to tell me that you ruled. Like, Queen Elizabeth never has to mention to anyone that she rules. Like, she just fucking hangs out. And then occasionally they're like, oh, who rules? And they're like, oh, probably the woman wearing diamonds as a hat. Fuck. Who rules here? Uh, it'd be that woman. Oh, okay, gotcha. Good point. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? And you're like, no, I, I had no idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was her. Um, and, uh, yeah. Also, go follow um, the guy who's helping out with suggestions, at Troy Conrad on Twitter, at Setless Show on Twitter, at Prompter Show on Twitter, and a bunch of other things. Either way, um, let's do one more suggestion. Fuck you for unmuting the computer, John. Fuck you for muting the computer. Or is this fish? Is Go this to... chicken what I have, or is this fish? I know it's tuna, but it says chicken by the sea. Let's hear that again. Is this chicken what I have, or is this fish? I, I like how the uh, the uh, the text-to-speech thing is trying to make it sing-songy. Is this chicken that I have? Is this chicken... What I have is this chicken what I have or is it a rooster that I stabbed is this a chicken what I have is nothing but feathers oh you are unhealthy and you are unclean and you are nothing but what's wrong with me and you are so special and you are so queeb i ran out of rhymes queeb by the way is from the opie and anthony show that's gone i miss it fucking anthony kumi had to fucking fly off the racist handle on twitter and fucking ruin what i listen to in the mornings and, um, and yeah, and that was just their reference to, uh, a gentleman of perhaps a, uh, not fair, but fair sense, Sarah's, Sarah's, either way, enjoyable, uh, and it's just fun to say, I'm not, uh, homophobic, and I always feel that it's always weird to say, uh, I'm not homophobic, really not, I just ran out of a rhyme, and that was what popped into my head, and it was uncomfortable, and now I feel bad, uh, maybe I'll edit this out. I'm not going to. So, chicken of the sea, or is that chicken of the tuna? I, it's weird. That's an American reference, obviously. That's not something that I've ever seen tuna be called. Just chicken of the sea. And that's sort of something that's also dying out, which is sort of uh, cat chicken being the catch-all reference for things. You know what I mean? Like, there was a time when it was like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's the other white meat. Oh, what is this? Oh, it's chicken of this. Oh, fuck. That's, I'm just thinking of tuna. And the Jerry Seinfeld. It's 
It's not the chicken of the sea. Something in the Jerry Seinfeld. I fucking gotta say. I will continue. As a comedian who is now building his. I would say approximately his third hour of stand-up comedy. Yeah. My third hour. Right now, one is my comedy now, which you can find on YouTube. The second one is Adventure, which you can get for free if you email johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. And um, the third one is what I'll be building right now and then be taking around the world in the next sort of six months from now for a year, hopefully. Either way, um, uh, it's so funny because every comic, I think, comes to this point when you come over here because of the culture of the Edinburgh Festival, you have to really be on new material. But Jerry Seinfeld had the same act for 20 years. Granted, best sitcom ever, but still 20 fucking years? And you're like that's uh, I that's why I will he will be always Mickey Mantle but he will not be Babe Ruth for me like George Carlin, Richard Pryor they're neck and neck as the the all stars the 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 Beatles and the Rolling Stones even less so like before that they're like like they're like R- Richard Pryor is Elvis's hips and uh, George Carlin is Elvis's hair both cool but for different reasons and then. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's like the who, which is like contributed something a lot, but his impact is negligible for the entire art form. And that's my whole sort of thing with Jerry Seinfeld. I've never gotten, I get it a little bit. I don't get the whole Kit Kat and Caboodle worship of the entire thing. I think he's good. I don't know if he's great. Because again, 20 years, what's the, where's the prolificness? And it's the same act again. Why am I touching the fucking microphone? Well, I'm recording a podcast. I literally was just smooshing my palm into the microphone like a fucking ne'er-do-well. Ugh, what a weird episode this is. And, uh, yeah, I don't really get it. But, yeah, that's anytime I always hear chicken of the... It's not the chicken of the sea. It's the Jerry Seinfeld voice. Everyone always goes like, hey, what's the deal? But I always think of him more as this, just this nasally 11-year-old. It's not the chicken of the sea. Like, that's what I always think Jerry Seinfeld's not. What it is? Like, he always just said, like that. And just so, just, yeah. So that's, uh, that's basically it. All right. Let's go have a conversation with Ryan Cole. I'll see you next Wednesday. I, w- I was going to do Tuesday, so I can see you next Tuesday. Okay, it's cunt. Cunts. All right. Here's Ryan Call. Thanks very much. Yeah, so you did the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, uh, are you testing it? No, we're just recording now. I'm looking at the levels. Didn't you even give me any sort of intro? I feel. I already already gave you the intro. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did the Edinburgh Festival four years ago, and I've never been back. You did a weird uh, chat show, right? It wasn't even that. It was just, we did this show and we tried to make it somewhat different, which was a terrible idea. I always love We weren't it. even good enough comedians to even That's like, the thing is always when, always when you're at the beginning of something, you're always like, we got to make it different, but yeah. your different ideas is always the exact it's same. Terrible. It's just terrible. What was the format of your chat <laughs> oh, show? It was just, it was just uh, my buddy Rob uh, was just doing a chat show. It was going to bring people on and I would do something off the top. Uh, maybe like a little bit of stand-up, and then you have guests, but it never really worked out. So after like four performances, we just said, fuck it, and we're just going to switch it to straight stand-up. No one even cared. You just hand out the flyer. No one was like, oh, where's the chat show? You know, 
It's just overthinking it. It's classic rookie mistake. Classic rookie. And also the question mistake. is this. So who, what was it like for you seeing that festival for the first time? Like you get off the train. Like isn't it fucking ridiculous? It's insane. It doesn't make any sense. You can't even like every bar in the whole city for 12 hours every single day is just has a show on. It's just absolutely ridiculous. No, it's almost like too friendly to comedians. There needs to be some sort of policing of it. It's too out of hand. Too much competition, but uh, what is but that, that is also it's a great thing too. So really, anyone can do it. But it's just yeah, it's fucking mental, especially from a Canadian where you know we wouldn't even the Canadian Fringe Festival would be the most hilarious oh thing ever. It'd be like fifty people in total would see your show. That's not true. I've I did, I've done the Canadian Fringe Festivals, and you make actually pretty good money. The competition's a lot less. Like it's a lot more important just to be at a good time. And the weird thing in Canada is the French festivals, your time moves. Oh, really? Like a fl- That's ridiculous. That's classic Canada. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Why, why would you do that? Why would you say, oh, well, you don't even know. It's just like a, like a fucking, it's like secret cinema. Yeah, show, no, it's, a, it's on just, your poster. So it's like, you, there's like seven slots in a day. And in your seven show run, you will have, you will do each one of those slots. Yeah. yeah that's okay. That's not bad, I guess. But still, it's annoying. You have to always tell people. It but at is. least the one good thing I'll say about Edinburgh for uh, going young is it's just boot camp. It's the ultimate boot camp of every emotion <laughs> that you're going to feel. So yeah. I even at my, my grandmother died in my first Edinburgh. That's right. Your grandmother did that. Weren't you in a movie? I went to a movie. No, 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 no. Uh, I canceled my show because I was pretty much looking for any reason to get out of doing the, one of the couple last shows. And grandma dying was a perfect, perfect Why didn't you out. fly home for the funeral? I did go to the funeral. I was in Wales. Oh, was it? Was it? It was the last week. So it was. Um, so I think everyone who on my show was also fed up of doing the show for the last couple of days, and they all jumped on my grandmother's death bandwagon, saying that the shows are just canceled because none of them wanted to do it either. The last three because they've been so fucking miserable. Why was it so miserable? Just the people. Because what time were you on at? Like eleven at night, um, in this bar, the Three Sisters, which also turns into a club at like 11 at night and what they would do is blast all the music on the patio outside and we were the upstairs room so you would Maggie's just front hear, room? yeah 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 we would I just, was in there this year oh no I don't know what it was called the one one of the rooms we were in it wasn't big and but you would just hear the basically that fucking black eyed peas song every goddamn day let's get retarded no the other one the other shitty one um, I only know let's get retarded the one um Tonight's gonna be a great night. Oh, that terrible one. Fuck. Every single performance, like, we're trying to do our show, and then that song busts on, and all the drunk Scottish people and the comedian are all down there dancing outside, singing that song, and you're trying to tell your dick jokes. It's, yeah, it was just fucking awful. So after a while, it's just like I don't even want to do this anymore. But maybe they fixed that. That was four years ago. I was on a fight. This podcast was recorded at the that same room in Maggie's front. I didn't realize. Yeah, I don't know right. if it was Maggie's. I know it was one of them. How big is that one? Maggie's front room is like eighty people, eighty to one hundred people. Yeah, no, this is a smaller one. This is one of the smaller ones. Like this, I don't even know where that would be. They might have changed the name of it. I don't even know. It was like, again. It was like four years ago. Two thousand and ten. Yeah, maybe like maybe even two thousand nine. I haven't been. No, two thousand ten. Yeah. Two thousand ten was the last time I went to Edinburgh. 2010 or 2011? Look at me now. Huh? No, wait, was it 2010 or 2011? I don't know. I, I try not to remember these things. I'm just curious, of, like, because I'm trying to figure out. That's be fucked up. That's so. Well, you've gone up. You visited me last no, 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 year. Of course. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to go next year, for sure. 100%. Are you going to do a show? I am. I, I think I'll be ready. 
I don't know what I'm going to do. If it's going to be an hour or um, or 45 minutes, who cares? Just do a 45-minute show. Yeah, just do a 45. That's what I figure. Yeah. Save it. Save it. I'm not wasting every joke I've written. <laughs> and also, are you going to do it about like, the leg braces? Leg braces, baby. It's all going to be I'm going to call, call I want brace yourself to Ryan rebuild Gar. them. I want someone to build me a pair and do my whole show in them. That's fine. You probably could find that. Yeah. Growing up, yeah, we could just reconstruct them. I got the photos. Where are you going to do it? Um, Free fringe? Yeah, probably. Yeah. What else would I do? No one knows who the fuck I am uh. for that. So I'm going to just build. If you build it, they will come, John. That was in a movie. Field, Field of Dreams. Dreams. You know, Field I've never Dreams. watched Field of Dreams. Really? Never watched we it. We should watch it right now. My thing with it is, fuck Kevin Costner. No, well, that was when Kevin Costner was also like, he was, um... It's what, like, like, pre- he just basically did all sports movies, basically. Oh, because uh, fuck is he good in Bull Durham. Bull Durham. God, Tim, do I love Tim Bull Durham. Cup. Oh, Tim Cobb. <laughs> Kevin, and then he did one where he pitched a perfect game um, later in life. Which one is that? Uh, for the love of the game. I don't care for that. I'll watch anything Kevin Costner in a sports movie. Tin Cup was good, but Tin Cup was post-Waterworld, so who the fuck knew what was going on there? Yeah, Tin Cup was great. For a golf movie. Oh golf my movies God. are surprisingly good. Always. <laughs> Happy Gilmore? Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Legend of Bagger. I don't know. That, that fuck was, Legend yeah, of Bagger Vance. That's, the, that's the first magical black man movie. Really? Yeah. There was like a series of them in the early aughts. Where it's like, he's a black man and he's magic. <laughs> Um, they're all magic. Yeah, like like Mastodon cock too. <laughs> Is the dick so big it made her disappear? Um, See, so I didn't realize you were thinking about doing the Edinburgh Fringe next year. Well, yeah, I have to go eventually. You know, there's only so many years you can skip it. <laughs> and you know, people are like, why don't you ever do? Here's it? my question: Are we going to live together up there as well? I, mean, I think we should always live together. Personally, I agree. Um, I'll bring I'll bring the Xbox. And yeah, and then, you know what? If I lived with you, I could do the not drinking thing because I would just just come back. We would just come back and play video games. Oh, and stay away from everybody. Epically amazing. Yeah. So we'll have the Xbox One by then. So. Because my thing is this, is that I want to do it, but I want to live where I lived last year, which is on Nicholson Square. Okay. Dude, you choose the place. I'll be there. Because the thing with it is this. What I realized this year is it's all about location, and you have to be within five minutes of everything, and if you are, then it's the easiest fucking month of your life, because you're just... The amount of naps I took was ungodly. Like a baby. I took an, I took there was a day where I took three naps. Really? That's how's that even possible? I woke up, I went and had breakfast with Lauren, I said, Hey babe, can we go back to my place? I just wanted to lie down for five minutes. I napped. I woke up, did a gig, went back, napped, did the podcast, napped, did my show, and then went back and went straight to bed. Oh my god. You must have been just energized. That must be amazing. I wish I wish I could sleep like five hours straight. It would be a fucking win for me. My, my magic number is it's either six hours or 16 hours. Like, this be 16 a- hours? Jeez. I realized this in, in Embro, there was a day when I went to bed at midnight and I woke up at one in the afternoon. It was the best. Yeah, that is a great feeling when you accidentally wake up and it's noon. Like, nothing makes me happier. When I, used, I remember when I was in university, I used to set my alarm to watch Sunday football. <laughs> So I'd set my alarm at 12.55 and it would just be like pajama and just a blanket right up into the couch and just laid there watching football till midnight. But I had to set, those are the old days when you could sleep, university. Yeah, setting your alarm for 12.55 is just a sad, 
thing to do. You shouldn't I, even be allowed to. What's even funnier is I haven't. I was thinking about this. I haven't drank with the like the purpose of getting drunk, and I'm gonna say five years. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree. I don't really say like, yeah, I'm gonna get fucked up anymore. It just sort of happens. And the only times I get really fucked up was when I don't mean to get drunk. Yeah, when you start day drinking, you know, accidentally, which oh. we should do soon. Um, yeah, <laughs> before yeah, yeah. We waste these beautiful days. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I don't like, dude. No, man. That's that's those days are beyond us now. To getting fucked up for the sake of fucked up. Unless it's like you're celebrating something, then I would get really drunk. Just caned? Yeah, absolutely. It just because you never go like, do you ever have those nights where you went out just knowing you're gonna vomit that night? Like, just there's no. Oh way yeah, there there were nights when I would be like, I'll be blacking out tonight. Oh yeah. I've been blacking out recently. The Ugh. last couple, like, couple months, had a couple blackouts. Ooh, not good. Not as a thirty-five-year-old. It's just like it's not good as a twenty-one-year-old. <laughs> it's way more acceptable. Thirty-five. It's you do a lot of like contemplating a lot more. Just like, how much of a blackout? Because it's basically if I have two beers, I will. No, I remembered it from like drinks, like the fourth beer, and then waking up. Whoa! So there's like a huge hours that are just that's gone. not good. Yeah. So I've stopped. I've stopped that. You've stopped blacking out or you stopped drinking? Well, stop drinking. Blackout drinking. I think it was because I was in this, um, I was in the bar, the Silver Bullet by Finsbury Park till 4 a.m., which is the only bar in Finsbury Park that's open every day till 4 a.m. And it is hilarious. Why? I've never actually been in there. I've walked by it a bunch of times. I did a comedy night there once and it was like a competition and the winner won a bullet. An actual when bullet. was that? Is that where that was? Yeah, that's right. I won that bullet. <laughs> My first, yeah, big. Is it a fun win. bar? It's it's a weird bar. It's kind of fun, but it's a bar you only go to when you're smashed because you know it's open till four a.m. and they serve you cans behind the bar, which is awesome. Do you and, have to open uh, the cans? No, they they'll open it. No, but if I pour it down your gullet. Um, but no, it's just a bar you go to, and every time we go in there, we're just hammered, and we just end up on the dance floor. I don't understand. This is why I would be street drinking right there. No way, no. Silver Bullet's just fun. Yeah, you're around people. It's hilarious. The drunkest of the drunk people are there. I'm also a little concerned, because I went on a date with a girl, and she says, oh, I always hang out there, and I, uh, I've um, never called her again. Yeah. Yeah, I met a girl at the Silver Bullet that I never went out with again. I never called. We never went out just a place i don't like to meet people there you know like friendly and then we'll never see i feel like both the floors and people's lives get sticky at the silver bullet that that toilet is horrific oh nothing like a but there's the thing the uk doesn't have true dive bars like canada has true dive bars oh we have there's some horrific toilets no 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 no. horrific toilets but the bars no, they're just weather. <laughs> no, but the thing the weather. But they're just old man bars. They're not. They're yeah, that's the thing is, it's, it's old man bars, but it's not like I love dive bars. Yeah, where there's like peanut shells everywhere. Oh, and just they're so they're like scary shitty. Yeah, yeah, but they have some of those. Like there's some bars over here that are just scary old man bars, like the one on uh, Green Lanes that has pool tables and everything. They show football, and it says there's a quiz night, but I don't think there's been a quiz yeah, night. Yeah, the only quiz in is are years. you gay? Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, um, but I'm talking about like Bistro 88 in Toronto. Like it's just shitholes. Like the Crocodile Rock. Not Crocodile <laughs> Rock. I'm not going to pick up MILFs on King Street. They don't really have cougar bars here either. That is true. But they also don't let their older women have money. And that's the key to a cougar. Is it? 
I think yeah, is that you have to. I thought it was the mullet. The, <laughs> well, they, they and all, the mom jeans oh, the is mom a big jeans. part of that. Because I think you, it's more of a look than like a, a social status. It's an age. Did you ever go Coogan at the Crocodile Rock? No, I w- I've been to the uh, Chicken Deli, which was on Young and Eggless. Chicken <laughs> Deli! <laughs> it was at Young and Eglinton. It was the Chicken Deli. And that whenever sounds... me and my friends were really wasted at the end of the night, we would totally go to the Chicken Deli and then play this game of um, Guess the Next Song. And it was always, somebody always wanted on Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, which is the Cougar Anthem. It is the Cougar Anthem. Yeah. Oh, I love it. They just all sing. And then, but I never went on the actual to try and pick up a Cougar. No. You never once actually tried to pick no, up a Cougar? No, it wasn't like a goal. Like, it, it happened, but it would just happen, you know, naturally. God intended. And I wouldn't just go Cougar hunting. I'm going to stop this, and then we're going to keep talking so we can record another segment for another episode. Alright, this is the Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. I'm John Hastings. Ryan Cole. Ryan Cole. This has been the John Hastings Anything Can Be A Podcast podcast. Learn more about John, go to johnhastingscomedy.com. Goodbye.